Firstly, I wish you all a fantastic new year. All the best for this 2021. And I do hope you had a fun New Year's night and a great start into the first week of the year. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes, and embracing challenges in life, as well as being curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. In the last episode, we talked about one of my absolute passions, learning a new language. We discussed the many benefits of why you should do it and how to best approach the language learning process and why it is such a great New Year's resolution to have. So if you haven't given it a listen or you forgot some of the points, don't hesitate going back and giving episode 7 another go. Talking about New Year's resolutions, today's episode will be all about tracking our personal growth. This is usually the time of the year where we look back, analyze everything that happened in the past 12 months, and realize that we did some things pretty well, but notice that there is plenty of room for improvement in other areas of our lives. So what do we do? We make our New Year's resolutions. Oh, the joy and excitement of kicking off the New Year with incredible plans from hitting the gym every day and only eating chicken and broccoli to a zero alcohol consumption forever. After all, we have to recover from the crazy New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Pledging to call our parents every day, donating a million dollars to charity and spending our free time volunteering at the local food bank on Saturdays while singing in the church's choir on Sundays. <laughs> all of these things sound incredible and if you manage to stick with them long term, hey, that's great. But precisely that is the challenge. Actually sticking with all the amazing New Year's resolutions we plan out at the beginning of the year in the long run. It is estimated that about two-thirds of us make some sort of resolution every year. But studies show that only about 8% actually achieve them. So why is that? Why do people kick off the New Year all excited and motivated but don't manage to durably change or adapt their lifestyle. Well, this is exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode, how we can manage and track our personal growth. In order to prepare this episode, as well as end 2020 and kick off 2021 as efficiently as possible, I read James Clear's incredible book, Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. I finally managed to cross it off my reading list and I have a friend to thank who gave me the needed push to read the book as soon as possible, which I thankfully managed to do before the year ended. So you know who you are. Thanks. Not only is this book incredibly enriching and inspiring, but it is read very easily and effortlessly, which is why I highly recommend for you to check it out whenever you can. First things first. Uh, this episode is not going to be an analysis of atomic habits, but since achieving New Year's resolutions in some way forces us to change our ways, either by adopting a positive habit, like working out more, or leaving a negative habit, such as smoking, there is a lot of wisdom that I took from the book, which is why I will be referencing it a bit 
throughout the episode, so <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> to start out with, I believe that it is fair to say that achieving a New Year's resolution can be seen as adopting a new or leaving an existing habit. If that is the case, how can we most efficiently adopt this new lifestyle? Well, it is important to start out slowly. Too often, and I count myself among these people, we begin something with an overcompensated sense of motivation, or in other words, going from zero to 100 way too quickly, because we tend to believe that in order to achieve massive success, we need massive action. And that is not the case, as success is not a once-in-a-lifetime transformation, but the product of a daily and consistent habits. One of the main ideas I picked up from Atomic Habits is that we think we need to change our results, but the results are actually not the problem. What we really need to change are the systems that cause those results. James Clear really opened my eyes in this regard by showcasing the difference between outcome-based habits which is when we focus on what we want to achieve, and identity-based habits, which is when the focus is on who we wish to become. This mindset shift is crucial when tackling new habits in general, and in this case, achieving our New Year's resolutions. We need to understand that it is not about hitting the gym five times per week per se, but instead about becoming a healthier and more active person. The goal is not to read one book per week, but instead to become a reader in general. Research shows that once a person believes in a particular aspect of their identity, they are more likely to act in alignment with that belief. This last sentence is a quote from the book. Briefly put, when tackling and more importantly defining your New Year's resolutions, think of answering this question, what type of person do I want to become this year? And what are the goals I need to set or activities I need to do in order to do so? Now, the book goes into great detail on how to tackle the habit implementation process, which is something I won't be getting into in this episode. Uh, However, if you are interested in a deeper breakdown, reach out to me and let me know. I'd love to start a dialogue on this topic. But moving on to the main idea of today's episode, how do we actually manage to track our success? How can we stick with it long term and see if we are progressing? The best way I found is to write down my goals, as research shows that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals once you write them down. So that is step number one. Pick up a notebook or open up a file on your computer and write everything down you want to achieve. A bonus tip, also write a deadline to keep yourself accountable. For example, I want to reach X amount of podcast downloads by month Y. Next, I created a checklist with the habits I want to track and created a weekly plan to see at first glance in which days I have checked my habit box and when I didn't. Personally, I like using an app called Notion as it already has pre-installed templates with a lot of different topics, but one of them 
actually called habit tracker, which is very, very practical. Also, the more measurable our goal is, the better. For example, seeing that our last episode was about learning a new language, you can say something like, this week I want to learn 50 or 100 new words. Or this week I will have two brief calls with friends of mine in their native language for at least five minutes each, and so on. If you can have concrete goals that are measurable, it will be a lot easier to track your progress throughout the following weeks, months, and maybe, also hopefully, (laughs) even years. One final suggestion which I want to give you for you to track your personal growth throughout 2021 is to create a weekly planning list. Something not too fancy, just write it down on a piece of paper and list everything you want to do that week. Then, once the week has passed, I suggest doing a weekly review to see what went well and where you had shortcomings. Was there a specific reason you didn't achieve certain goals? Was it laziness or maybe something out of your control? Regardless, write it down, and by doing so, you can see where you need to pay attention in the future. I personally like to take about half an hour on Sunday evenings to do this. This actually started as one of the things I loved doing with my old doormates in Mannheim. That was something we called highest high, lowest low, which was a small little tradition a lovely floor mate of ours introduced. We would meet in the big living room and everyone would say their highest high and their lowest low of the day which was not only a great way to bond and hear about other people's days, but it was also a great self-reflection exercise. We did this once in a while, and in hindsight, I wish we would have done it more consistently. But it is something I'm attempting to do by myself, just to reflect a bit on the day and see whether the trajectory I'm on is one that I'm satisfied with, or if I need to make a needed adjustment. Guys, I wish you all the best with your New Year's resolutions. Stay motivated and energized throughout your self-improvement journey. But remember that the system is more important than the actual end result. Don't get discouraged if you have a setback. Try to track your steps, analyze them, and be honest with yourself to see where you can and maybe should make small adjustments. Keep this in mind, there is no such thing as an overnight success. Every lifestyle adaption or habit change takes time and effort, which is why I advise all of us, obviously me included, to take things slowly and steadily and to head into 2021 motivated and encouraging each other along the way. At this point, I also wanted to briefly take the time to thank you for your great feedback and positive interaction. I love receiving your messages and discussing ideas for new episodes, as well as talking about things I can do to make this podcasting experience more fun for all of us, while also improving on the aspects you pick up. I immensely appreciate all the suggestions for improvement. All I want to say is, please keep it up. Let me know if there are some topics you're interested in. And if possible, subscribe and or follow me on your favorite podcast platform, as well as on Instagram to facilitate our dialogues. 
And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave a short review. It really helps me out. Once again, I wish you all the best for this new year. I can't wait to continue this journey with you. Thank you so much for sticking around. And as always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.